This isn't a defense of Amazon. This is just how business works. Whip inflation now. Yes, sirree, Bob. It's a flashback to the 1970s, and President Biden has everything well in hand, just like his old buddy Jerry Ford did. I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. This episode of Right Angle is brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, I know whereof I speak because as a teenager, I actually wrote to the White House several times. I wrote to the Nixon administration and asked for the Surgeon General's report on smoking, and they sent it to me, along with a lovely catalog of pictures of the Nixon family in their charming uh, <laughs> high water pants. And like you could see above the president's socks in one of the pictures, I remember. But in any case, during the Ford administration, I wrote to the president and asked if they could send me a win button. And win was to whip inflation now. That was kind of the old quarterback's way of, of getting the team riled up so that we could just take down that inflation. And frankly, uh, Stephen Green, I'm willing to go with the buttons again, understanding now what the Biden administration thinks will whip inflation. And the reason why I learned about this is because uh, Joe Biden and uh, Amazon chief Jeff Bezos got into it on Twitter over the weekend as Bezos was criticizing the administration by for saying that jacking up taxes on the wealthy would somehow cure inflation. And of course, of course Biden's uh, highly intellectual economic argument in response to that it was basically... Oh, yeah? Well, who's going to listen to a billionaire who doesn't want his taxes raised? <laughs> so, Steve, um, is raising taxes on the rich, in your view, an excellent way to defeat the inflation that has caused our gasoline prices and milk prices and everything else to go up? Man, this Biden administration, it's just it's run by angry know-it-all teenagers, isn't it? I mean, that's that's really the angry know nothing teenagers. Yeah, it's it's the, the, the this is me in eleventh grade. Ugh, except the run well, of the Steve, White let House. Let me tell you the the substantive argument that they did make, and and the president didn't make it. Larry Summers, the former Treasury Secretary, came out <laughs> yeah. and made this substantive argument, which is this: that it's reasonable to believe that we should raise taxes so that we will reduce demand, and that contains inflation, because of course, and and this is accurate in the sense that, you know, high demand um, and low availability can result in inflation. So is this a good argument to say, look, if we take uh, more money away from Jeff Bezos, then he won't buy as much stuff and therefore it'll it'll bleed off some of the demand? Larry Summers is about the only half decent thing to come out of the Obama administration. I think he was a, a retread from the Bill Clinton administration back in the 90s. And he's always been a, a, a more of a centrist than a uh, leftist, and he's the one who was warning about inflation uh, over a year ago. He said, "If you spend all this money, we're going to have all this inflation." Of course, he was right, and I was—I've been saying this well for even longer than than Summers had, at least at least publicly. Um, that said, no. What matters with inflation is aggregate demand. That is the total amount of demand in the economy. It doesn't matter if it's me buying stuff or Jeff Bezos buying stuff or you buying stuff. It's the aggregate demand for stuff in the economy. And if you take money from, from billionaires and you send it to Washington, that doesn't affect aggregate demand at all because Washington is going to spend the money. <laughs> Washington doesn't have a vault that they put the money in. Ooh, we'll spend that later. No, it goes right out the door. Um, in fact, it's been proven time and again that the more money Washington has, the more it will spend. So if they get 5% more income, they will spend 7% 
more on stuff. So I have the feeling that if you raise taxes on these billionaires, which, by the way, personally, I don't really care one way or the other. I'm done defending billionaires who hate the principles of this country. But I have the feeling that if Washington takes this money from the billionaires, they'll spend even more than that, which will increase aggregate demand and increase inflation even further. That's where we are in the economic nuttiness here. But I have to tell you, the, the, this postmodern left that's running the White House now, they actually make me miss Jimmy Carter. When we had uh, the inflation and all the high fuel prices in the 70s, remember Jimmy Carter going on TV in, in his sweater and he told mm -hmm. us all to put on sweaters and, and turn our thermostats down to uh, to, to uh, 68 in the winter and 72 in the summer. And my dad said, yeah, I heard him. It's uh, 68 in the summer and 72 in the winter because that was my dad. Anyway, um, Carter was kind of making some sense. Yeah, this, these are the things sensible people do when they want to save some money during a, a time like this. And the modern left is just so anti-American, so anti-industrial. They're doing this stuff on purpose because they want a, a pre-industrial society for the, for the great masses. They don't want you to turn down your thermostat. They want you huddling in a tree somewhere. You know, all I could think when uh, Steve was saying that, Bill, was um – Thank God the President Carter didn't make that speech in the summer. <laughs> I don't want to see that. So, oh, yeah, that's God, a little... Oh, God, I saw him in a Speedo. No. Oh, Scott, no. He was swimming laps and 60 rabbits jumped into the pool and went after him. And the other thing I, I think, Bill, that we should uh, consider at least taking issue with Steve and perhaps uh, relieving him from his command was the suggestion that if government has money, it will spend money. I wasn't under the understanding that government needed to have money in order to spend it. Well, and that, that was the point about how if you give him, <laughs> yes. you know, 100 bucks, he'll spend 105 every time. Yes. It keeps going. Lucky. So so basically, Bezos is making the argument um, that the Biden administration approach to this by raising taxes on the rich is not going to solve the problem. Uh, the other uh, uh, approach that the Biden administration is taking or wants to take, if it weren't for that sinister Senator Joe Manchin, would be to spend another three and a half trillion dollars on the formerly known as Build Back Better campaign. And so, therefore, that would help beat inflation. Bill, how about that approach? Because, I mean, maybe we could all agree that raising taxes is a bad idea because we're conservatives. But wouldn't it be a good idea to beat inflation by jacking up government spending? Well, first of all, you had a win pin. I, my pin was from the Committee to Reelect the President. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Creep. Was creep. creep. Was the, was the, yeah, creep was the acronym. <laughs> some, some, some attacks just basically launched themselves. Um, well, first of all, to answer the question posed by the uh, episode, the two don't have anything to do with each other. Hmm. They're, they're completely, completely separate items. To whatever degree I'm successful uh, explaining it to people, things is – just a result of me listening to an awful lot of input and data and taking things that other people say that, that are smart and then speaking it, and I get the credit for it. Uh, but basically, somebody was very, very wise about this. It was about an hour ago, and it was you, Scott. You basically said the problem is the, the issue is not that prices are getting higher. The issue is that the dollar is worth less. That's precisely, exactly what the problem is. It's not like all of a sudden... The cost of making things or providing things shut up because some meteor took out the, the, the natural resource pit where we keep all our natural resources. It doesn't cost more to make any of this stuff. It doesn't cost more to do any of this stuff. 
in terms of the actual value of the aluminum or the whatever you're putting into your factory in order to put out what, what comes out. The reason that inflation is, is, is accelerating is because everybody knows that if, if again, I'm, I'm quoting you directly, if you have a million dollars in the economy and everybody's holding on to a share of that million dollars, then it's worth whatever you're holding. If you if you print another million dollars, your dollar is now worth 50 cents. And when you continue to print money at the rate that we are printing money, then it's a miracle that it's already that it that it's a miracle that is not much much worse already. And one of the reasons it's not worse is because the federal government and the, well the Federal Reserve has been has been lowering interest rates, lowering and lowering and lowering them to the point where there's zero. There, there, there are cases in the world now where where banks will actually have a negative interest rate. They will actually pay you to borrow money. This is this is the depths that they have stooped to and the extremes that they will go to to protect the economy from the one thing that is absolutely inevitable when you continue to print money and that's inflation. So yes, what basically happened is Biden realized he's got a big, big, big problem. The Democrats realize a big problem because everybody feels inflation and you can't spin your way out of it. You can't blame inflation on Donald Trump or anybody else. You can't blame it on anybody. You can't blame it on Russians. You can't. It costs more. Everything costs more. So you've got a big problem. I know if we've got a big problem, let's find the enemy that people must all hate. And that's got to be the rich. So therefore, we'll attack the inflation, attach rather the inflation problem onto the donkey of the rich people. And Jeff Bezos wasn't having any of it. And he's right. Well, you know, it's the Biden administration is wrong in so many ways. And I don't even care what you <laughs> think about Jeff Bezos. Um, the problem here isn't any individual person. The problem is a failure of our school system to understand and communicate in an understandable way the basic principles of economics. And so that's why we're sucked into crazy things like if the wizard behind the curtain will just pull the right levers and press the buttons and turn the knobs, and by the wizard, I mean President Biden, then somehow he's going to produce uh, lower inflation for us, that that inflation rate will drop. And that's just not how it works. In fact, Almost nothing that the government does can make the situation better, but the government doing nothing may make the situation better. It's when the government starts deciding to do something that things get worse. Uh, there's a strong argument to be made by Amity Schles and others about the Great Depression that the extent and the, the duration of the Great Depression was greatly extended. Uh, the longevity was increased by what the government did. And some of you students of history know that the Roosevelt administration made a big deal about saying, we're not just going to sit around here on our haunches, we're going to try things. And so they were constantly tweaking and experimenting and doing this and doing that and doing the other thing. And as a result of that, many scholars believe the depression stretched on for more than a decade when it could have been, it could have petered out at, on its own. Um, the depression that happened in the early 1920s died off very quickly. And it's because basically the president, I believe was Warren Harding at the time, didn't do anything. 
he just he just basically Coolidge was a secretary and he cut yep. he cut taxes enormously. Yeah, yeah, so that wasn't government intervening to say we've got to prop up this or we've got to do that. And so um, you know when when Bezos and Biden go at it here, we need to really see not these individual people and what you think of them, but this war of ideas. And it's it has inspired me to want to read. I, I just read my first Thomas Sowell book, Basic Economics. It wants I, I want to read more because I feel like I've been involved in a game whose rules I did not understand. For for 60 years. And now I, I'm starting to grasp how these things work. Um, by the way, um, in the last four years, uh, Amazon.com on its US income um, paid 5.1% on $78 billion in US income. In just uh, 2021, they paid 6% on $35 billion. So something like $2.1 billion. But that's really just the tip of the iceberg of what came out of Amazon and went to the U.S. government as a result of an idea that didn't even exist 30 or 40 years ago. This is something that a human being came up with and put into place and got the funding for and experimented with and spent 10 years not making money to make this happen. And now we have people who thousands of people who work for Amazon who are taxed. We have people who are vendors to Amazon that sell stuff to the Amazon company. We have people who sell things on the Amazon platform who pay taxes. We have uh, businesses that are made possible only because of the services that Amazon provides, specifically like Amazon Web Services, AWS, and other kinds of technology solutions that Amazon developed in order to help itself do its business better. This isn't a defense of Amazon. This is just how business works. This is how companies work. And so when you listen to politicians who claim to have pureness of heart, criticizing the self-interest of the wealthy, you've got to stop and say, wait a minute, self-interest? How many thousands upon thousands of people are earning an income because of that so-called self-interest? How many people are paying into the tax coffers because of that so-called self-interest? And when you have a president of the United States who thinks that he's smart enough to lead 330 million people, you've got to wonder how a guy like that could be so pure of heart to not have any self-interest. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible. 